0: To inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook or even sponsor this show visit our website at com. We would love to hear from you.
1: Good Sunday morning. So, LJ Renee, I'm looking at a verse in Luke chapter 13. I love this verse. It talks about actually two verses. In Luke chapter 13, verses 31 and 32, uh, the Bible says that at the same day there came certain of the Pharisees saying unto Jesus, Get out of here and depart hence, for Herod is trying to kill you. And Jesus said unto them, Go you. And tell that fox, behold, I cast out devils and I do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Mm. And I just want to talk about go tell that fox. Sometimes we just have to have a stamina and a determination. We just have to have a grit in our gut that we will not take down to the cunningness and the wolf tickets that the enemy sells, like he tried to get Nehemiah off the wall. Nehemiah wouldn't come down. And we can't come down either. We have to do like Jesus. Send back the messenger to tell them to go tell that fox. The one that's telling you you can't be anything. You will never amount to anything. You will not accomplish your dream. It's too late for your vision. You have missed your opportunity. You send back word through whatever messenger he has sent to you. And you tell them to go tell that fox. That cunning liar. That deceitful deceitful enemy that you will not stop doing the work of the Lord and that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Go tell that far, you know it goes back
2: to the word that says to speak to it to speak to the situation you remember in the word of god it says speak to the mountain and say be thou removed and be cast into the sea and it shall be done and that's what god wants us to do he wants us to keep our focus on what he told us what we should be doing he wants us to keep our focus as nehemiah did like you said he said i can't come down i'm doing god's work to keep our focus on the things that god has told us to do and when the enemy begins to roar when and he begins to start uh, trying to intimidate you then you have to speak to that thing no one likes a bully I remember when we were growing up I mean we, when a bully would speak to you run you home it was your parents that always say the next time you run home you're gonna have to answer to me and what did you do you ended up standing up to that bully and to the point where when you stood up to him he backed off and that's exactly what we have to do to the enemy is that we have to keep our focus and begin to speak the word of God over the situation and watch the word of God that has power begin to move that enemy
1: out the way and even if the enemy doesn't back up you have to have the full confidence and assurance that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world even if you have to go toe to toe know that this is a battle you don't have to fight this is a war you don't have to bring natural weaponry to for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You need to be mindful that what God has deposited in you is greater than what is what is in the enemy. And he might sell wolf tickets to you. He might try to distract and discourage you, but you have to be resolute in your determination and faith that I will not come down, that I will not turn around, that I will not quit. And if I have to go, go it alone. I will go all the way. I'm over here to stay till I die. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to turn around. I'm not going to give up. So all you that got a message from me, you go tell that fox that I will not come down from what I am doing for the Lord. You don't like it. I know you think I'm not going to be successful. I hear you. We will let the Lord. Lord speak and let what the Lord says, watch what the Lord says, come to pass. I put my trust and confidence in God who is well able to do what he has promised me he would do. I trust that God can handle all of my circumstances. So you got to think about it. The The Pharisees was telling Jesus, Herod's coming. You know, he's a he's a big bad brother and he's got an army with him and they're going to kill you. You better get out of here. You better thank us for telling you and giving you the heads up. We were looking out for you, but we want you to know that you better run wild you can run for your life and Jesus is looking at them I'm sure with all of the disdain that he can muster up to let them know I'm not running from nobody and remember when they did come to uh, arrest him remember when he spoke a word and the, when they said are you the the Jesus back, yeah. and he said I am and the soldier fell back yeah. you know Peter has got his sword out cutting off an ear but all Jesus said is I am and it knocked them back from where they were he wanted them to know that I have the authority and the power to do whatever I want to do. So anything you do to me is because I let you do it. But you tell that fox, I'm not running. I'm not turning around. I'm not quitting. He's not going to deter me from my mission. I got a few things I've got to accomplish. I got to heal some sick folk. I got to raise That's some dead either. folk. I got to give my life as a ransom for this world. And when I get done, I then I will be able to say it is finished, but not until then will I retreat from what I'm doing. I will complete the work that he has given me to do. I guess that comes with you have to have a resolve in your heart. You
2: have to know what God is calling you to do. And you have to know that this is what God is calling me to do. And no matter what, I'm going to stick to the plan because God said that this is what I am to do. In the word, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man shall that he shall repent. If he said it, he's going to do it. And that's exactly what we have to keep in our hearts. We have to have that resolve that this is what God says. And there's nobody greater and powerful than our God. And if he said it, he is going to do it. We have to keep our eyesight on the word of God and on the mission that he's called us to. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He knew what God had called him to do. So, therefore, he spoke to the enemies and allowed them to know that you don't have no power over me. I'm going to cast out demons. He said, I'm going to heal the sick. He said, I'm going to keep on going. He said, and in three days, I'm going to come back again. There was nobody that was able to take his life where he had to render it over. But there was nothing and no one that could come upon him and spoil the plan of God. And he knew that. And that's what we need to know. When the enemy is in our face and he's trying to intimidate and he's spewing out venom, that we have to gather ourselves. We have to shake ourselves and say, this will not happen. The God says that I shall
1: be great upon the earth the bible says that for me never to be afraid there is a saying that we often say when people say you know maybe you have something that someone say they're going to take from you and in jest you'll say you and whose army right you want to Mm -hmm. know you don't think you're going to be able to get this from me right you have to pry it out of my cold dead hands you and whose army are going to come take this so what the pharisees were saying to Jesus is that Herod and his army they are coming to kill you but as you Said Jesus has already spoken declaratively that no man has the power to take my life, but I lay it down willingly and I will take it back up when I get good and ready. Mm -hmm. And so when they say that Herod is coming, I can just hear Jesus in our modern day vernacular Herod and whose army? Because no one has the power or the authority to do anything to me except I allow it. And even then, it will not happen before it's time. Time. They were not going to be able to arrest. Matter of fact, you remember in the scriptures where it talks about several times when they came to uh, uh, to get Jesus to arrest Jesus, and he would disappear from right amongst the people. It wasn't time because it wasn't his time. Mm-hmm. Nothing can happen to him before his time. We find it pretty easy to believe that about Jesus, but we have a hard time believing that about ourselves. But the same power—that's what I was saying say. you. The same that's power that get- raised him from the dead dwells in you if you are born again. And he says of himself that no man takes his life, but he lays it down. Even so, you've got to know that no one has authority over your life except the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the ultimate authority, the ultimate Lord, the ultimate God, the ultimate king over your life. And quit giving the enemy more authority than he's supposed to have in your life. Quit acting like he can do more than he can actually do. And you give him too much credit for the things that are occurring in your life. You act like, just like he can walk up in your life and have his own way in your life. I understand you had sickness that you had to deal with. I understand there was a a financial issues that you had to go through. I understand there was some family issues you're working through, but you quit giving the enemy all of that authority. Just because you're going through it doesn't mean the enemy is winning in your life. It just means that God is working it out together for your good. All things are working together for my good. He is doing this intentionally for your good. He is working it out, allowing things to happen in your life that he might show forth the glory of God Mm. in your life. So you see Jesus saying, I'm not worried about Herod and his army. You go tell that fox. And just in case you're wondering, well, I know Jesus said that, but but I'm not sure that I have the authority to say the same. You haven't read Psalms 27 because in my Bible. Bible in Psalms 27, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Mm -hmm. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh, the Bible says they will stumble and fall. And this is the part that I love. It says, though a host should encamp against me, though war should rise against me, I will not be afraid but I will put my confidence in God. And that is what Jesus was dealing with. War was about to come his way. The army of Herod was coming to get him. He said, go tell that fox. He's left it on record for you in Psalms 27. If they rise against you too, you can do the same thing. Put your confidence in me and you can go tell that fox that you will not be afraid, that you will put your confidence in the Lord and that there is nothing the enemy can do unto you that will cause you to stumble. The Lord is your light and he is your help. You know, it's
2: important when he says go tell that fox. It's very important for us to describe what a fox is. You know, the fox come from really, or uh, the fox is really something like a dog. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the fox is a very cunning individual. I mean, he's the one that he you see, you he sees you but you don't see him. He's lurking to overtake you. And so the fox is rather, they said, it's a peculiar animal and a Derives his name from his tendency to dig underground or to settle in holes or barrels or to feast on grapevines. What Jesus was saying, I know who you really are. I know that you are a cunning man. I know that you have the intentions to try to bring me down. I know that you are setting your army against me. I know that you're coming to do something. So don't think I'm deceived. I know who you are. You are a fox. You have no power over me. I have the power to lay down my life and I have the power to pick it up again. But I have a a mission that I have to do. I have to to make it to the cross. There are some people that are waiting on me to deliver them. So I'm not going to be distracted about what you are talking about. I'm sure not going to run from you. You stand aside. I'm going on to do what I got to do. And when it's time... I will lay down my own life because I come to save mankind. My God, I come to reconcile them unto God. Listen,
1: they're going to call it a mystery, but it's going to be victory on your behalf. They're going to wonder how on earth did this thing turn around for your good, but this is a victory of proportions that only God could deliver for you. You'll be writing history, telling others of the goodness of your God. Don't you worry what the doubters say. God is going to give you the victory.
3: victory. There'll be signs on top of signs, just so you'll know that history it's saying victory
2: to that song. I'm telling you, it gets you to pick Exercise them up and put your them down. Faith. Hey, hey, that's good. Exercise your faith. He said, all I have to do is believe and I shall have the victory. And that is the truth. God says, if whatever you believe, whatever you ask for, believe and it shall be done unto you. When the bully comes, then all you have to do is speak the word of God over that situation. And I'm telling you that when you do that, you will find victory. Like you said before, earlier on, you might have to say it, not only say it one time, two times, but you have to keep on repeating that word. And as God promise that that enemy will back up and you will see no more because
1: you have the victory. And you know, Jesus spoke to that fox. You got to remember that over in Solomon too, that Solomon gave a warning about the foxes. He said the little foxes destroy the vines. And so you hear Jesus, how does Jesus deal with the fox? He said, you go tell that fox. And I want you to have a tenacity and a grit in your spirit. I want you to have a determination in your spirit. Be unmovable, unstoppable, unwavering about the things of God. I want you to have such a such a tenacity when you answer to the things that uh when you answer about the things relating to your your stance in God. Know that God has promised you the victory and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He didn't say they wouldn't form. He didn't say they wouldn't gather. Even in that Psalms 27, that is a great victory. He didn't say the armies wouldn't come. He didn't say your foes wouldn't gather. But he said, when they do, don't you dare be afraid. I don't care how difficult the test is that you're facing. You make sure that you have your confidence anchored in the Lord and that you know that nothing is greater than the power of God that resides in you. That's why Jesus said all power is In my hand, all power in heaven and in earth is in my hand. And he has given you the legal authority to access and to use that power. He has given you dominion over the works of his hand. He has made you ambassadors of Christ. Heirs of salvation. He has given you everything you need to be victorious in the earth. You don't have to wait until the battle is over. You don't have to wait until the rapture comes. You don't have to wait until the victory is realized. You can begin to decree and declare over your circumstance right now where you are. Have the confidence and faith to speak those things that are not as though they were and watch God turn your circumstance around. He will Will give you the victory. Amen. I think it's very important that people understand why Jesus called Herod a fox. So, so, the fox is a peculiar animal and it gets its name from its tendency to dig underground and to settle in holes or burrows or to feast on grapevines. Uh, and you know, uh, one of the descriptions about the fox says that it is silent and solitary. And we know that it has now become synonymous with cunningness and slyness. I mean, when you think someone is sly as a fox or crazy like a fox. You think of that one that is mischievous and cunning. And that's what has now become synonymous with a fox. I I read that they even at times will play dead so that they might Capture a nearby bird, you know that they're trying to uh, gather as prey, so that the bird, you know, because birds are very sensitive to the slightest movement. So the fox will play dead, and you know the bird catch the bird unaware. But that's why Jesus is wanting us to know is that He has given us even the authority. He sees that cunningness, He sees that cleverness, He sees that divisiveness and mischievousness that uh, that the enemy brings uh, against you, and He. He. He wants you and I to be able to speak to that even as he spoke to that spirit and told them to go tell that fox. It also
2: said that he is very devious and capable of misleading his pursuer with utmost skills. And so when he says that when, when in this description you can say see this where Jesus knew that's the reason why he called him a fox, is because he knew the thoughts and intent of his heart. He knew that this man was planning something along with others to kill him. That's the reason why Jesus called him a fox. And look at at this Jesus he said, you go tell that fox. Now, some of us say, well, Jesus doesn't talk like that. He wouldn't say that. But the Bible says, he said, you go tell that fox. That's a sense of indignation. That's a sense of how dare you come against me. He told him, he said, you go tell that fox. He says, I got business to take care of. I ain't got time to fool around with him. And that takes a strong resolve. It's a no, I have purpose. I have a plan that I have to fulfill. And I don't
1: have time to sit around here with with little foxes and be distracted. And I think we have been given too much of our time and attention to these little foxes. We have been entertaining them, coming down from the work we've been doing for the Lord. You got to be like Nehemiah, be like Jesus, have a resolution, have a determination, have a tenacity that I will not stop doing what I am doing in the kingdom of God to entertain these cunning, sly, deceitful, mischievous foxes. Even when they were taunting Nehemiah, you remember they said, you're building that wall even a little fox, if he jumped on it, would knock it down. They were trying to intimidate him. They were trying to, you know, to, to mock him and to ridicule him. But thanks be unto God, he didn't let that work. And mm. I pray that you don't let it work in your life either. The enemy is coming to tell you you'll never be anything. You'll never amount to anything. You'll never accomplish what you set out to accomplish. It's too late for you. you waited too long. You've missed your opportunity and all kinds of other other lies he's been feeding to you and unfortunately you've been listening to them I want you today to rise up with a resolution in your spirit and you go tell that fox that today is the day the Lord mm. has made and we're going to turn things around today I know what I did on yesterday I know what I said on yesterday I know I contemplated quitting on last week but this is a new day yes. and my determination is in the Lord my hope is in the Lord my is in the Lord and I will not be deterred. I will not be distracted and I will not stop doing the work that God has called me to do. I know I wrote my resignation letter. I know I've already planned where I was going to go when I quit, but I changed my mind. You go tell that fox, I changed my mind. I'm going to stay. I'm over here to stay till I die. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. And this that I am doing, I'm going to watch God bring it to pass in my life because all of it is working together for my good. He's going to turn it around and bring the victory out of what all of this is in my life. It looks mysterious, but God is going to bring the victory out of all of it. Amen.
2: Father in the name of Jesus we thank you We honor you today We thank you for your word that has gone forth O oh God we thank you that God As we read your scriptures dear Father As you commanded Jesus to Tell Herod that, that This day that he will heal the sick He will cast out demons O oh God That boldness that Jesus stood Before his enemies And proclaimed your word God Lord you said that God greater work Shall we do and with that same spirit That God that spoke to his enemy is that same spirit that's in us that gives us the power to speak to our enemies with boldness. So today, that spirit of intimidation that comes to try to defeat the individual that tries to make them turn back dear lord to make them think that god that they're not going to make it to make them think that god that you that they have come to the end of the road oh god we speak to the spirit of intimidation right now in the name of jesus we bind the works of the enemy right now in the name of jesus christ and we command him to flee in jesus name We speak, dear Father, God, to that arrogant spirit that will stand up, that stands high in pride, dear Father. And then, Lord, tries to, dear Father, discourage this individual, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, we bind it right now, God. For you said that pride go before a fall. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we stand up against that spirit, that arrogant spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father God, we are reminded what you told Joshua, to be encouraged, Oh God, to stand in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Father. You told Joshua to be strong and of good courage, and do not be afraid, nor be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we proclaim that right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we stand against that fox, that cunning deceitful, devious monster, oh Lord, that lay in wait, oh Father, to, to trip, your Father, your people up, dear Father, that comes, dear Father, God, as a wolf in sheep clothing, oh God, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we uncover that spirit right now, that spirit that will come, dear Father, to weave itself into your mission and to your goal for our life, to destroy it, Lord, right now, we command it to flee right now, in Jesus' name, oh God, We thank you for the power of your word, Father God, for your word is like a sword, dear Father God. You said like a two-edged sword, and so God, we thank you today, and we, Lord, lift up your word, dear God, against our enemy. And this I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now
3: call it a mystery, now we're gonna call it victory. We'll be right in history, it's gonna be victory. There'll on top of signs, just so you know that. History the saying victory.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdosthelordsay.com Until next time.